Welcome to the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection Podcast and to provide schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketing for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible and simple at your school. Thank you to Hometown Ticketing for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today we have as our special guest, Susan Hatch, the Director of Athletics at Manti High School. Welcome to the podcast, Susan. Thanks for having me, Hutch. Let's have you begin uh, by letting our audience get to know you here in Utah and across the nation and let me get to know you a little bit better because we've only known each other for less than two weeks. Talk about your youth, where you grew up, where you went to college, your first job, et cetera. Okay. Well, I pretty much grew up here in Manti. My family moved from Salt Lake uh, when I was in fourth grade. Um, growing up, I played sports. Um, I was one of five children that my parents had and I was the, they would call me, you know, my dad's favorite daughter because I would go and play sports with them. Uh, when he was playing church ball, I would be down at the other end playing basketball. He would play catch to, with me. My mom coached my softball team. And so growing up, sports was a, was a, a very important aspect of my life. Um, little did I know that that would carry on throughout my entire life. Um, growing up in high school, I played on the basketball team, high school basketball team and volleyball team. They didn't have softball at that time. Um, and then uh, growing up, I actually, my first job, you'll laugh at this, in small little Manti, I worked at a three aisle grocery store. And that was okay. just a fun little place that had the best meat ever. So something that's probably a little, you know, I don't know that very many people would say that they've been to a grocery store that has three aisles total. Um, I went to school at Snow College after graduating from Manti High School, um, and then I did not finish school until um, I went back later after I had kids. Um, my husband and I have four daughters, and I didn't go back and finish my education until my youngest was in kindergarten, and that's when I started to go into the education background field. At that time, um, when I was attending, I could not do secondary education at that time. It was just elementary ed education that was available through Utah State here at Manti and through Ephraim through Snow College. Uh -huh. And so um, I had been accepted into the elementary education. And this was actually before my youngest was born. Um, and when I was doing my training to get in there, I just did not have that connection. It was like, you know, I can do this. This would be a great job to do with my kids and with my family. But elementary was not where I could feel like that's where I wanted to be. Um, and so I waited until my older, my youngest was, like I said, going into elementary. And they actually started having secondary education there through Utah State Extension on the Snow College campus. And so that's where I went prior to, I guess I should say prior to going to school, I had started coaching um, accelerated softball with my friend. And I had, uh, was an assistant basketball coach at the high school, but softball, it just kind of led me down this path. And that's what my, my daughters did. And that's what got me into high school. So, um, I have been teaching at Manti high school. I teach English education, 10th grade English. And I also teach 
uh, some leadership courses there as well. And that's what I've been doing for 11 years at the high school. But I've been, I was actually a softball coach, uh, the head coach for about 18 years before I started. I mean, before I, before I taught, I had been coaching softball and then I came in as a teacher. So I've been teaching for 11 years, coaching for a lot longer than that. And how is it then you've been at Manti for 11 years in the school, more than that coaching. Mm -hmm. How did you become the AD? Well, Karen just called you on the phone and said, Hey, what are you doing? How'd that work? <laughs> no, actually it was really interesting. It just happened this last November um, in May after my last season of coaching softball, just last year, um, I retired from, like I said, from coaching softball was just planning on teaching and um, always just kind of in the back of, a, of my mind, I thought it would be interesting, just the athletic director's position. That's always just kind of been in the back of my mind. So in November, um, our current, our athletic director at that time, Steve Roberts, had an opportunity to become the principal down at the prison. The prison's education system is run through our school district. And so when that happened, we, it shifted everything and, and they, asked if I would be interested in taking on the athletic director job. And I said, sure. Um, it was funny because my husband said, well, this isn't going to take as much time as softball is, is it? And I said, oh, I don't think so. And we are finding out that is a, that is not true. <laughs> Absolutely, It's a different kind of busy, but it's been great. Well, let's talk for a moment about the mentors you had in your life, parents, coaches, et cetera, that have made a huge difference. Share with our audience, those mentors that, that made a difference to you? Okay. Well, we can't, I mean, obviously we, have, I'm sure all of us can look at our parents and say, you know, they have mentored our life in a way. Um, I look at my mom and the background and the history that she came from very dysfunctional, dysfunctional family in the South. Um, and she had to move away from that to, she knew that the best thing that she could do for her family would be able to move away. And so leaving Alabama and coming to Utah in a whole new realm of a lifestyle was completely different from her. So she gave us a good start as a family, you know, as a leader in working through hard things and learning how to get through hard things. Um, my basketball coach, the year that we took state, my freshman year in basketball, taught us the value of hard work and pushing through things and that life is not fair. Um, Kathy Jarvis was one of my coaches. I'm sure you remember Kathy Jarvis. Mm -hmm. She was a former athletic director. She was my volleyball coach and she was also a basketball coach and a great mentor to us in learning, you know, continuing to learn and grow and understand that sports continually evolve and, and how our relationships and how, how we act and how we present ourselves is always going to be something that people will remember our schools and our communities by. Um, I have fellow coaches who, who brought me into, you know, through accelerated softball, like if it hadn't have been for say, for instance, Leslie war, I probably wouldn't have had this coaching position because she's the one that got me involved with accelerated softball and really, um, extended my love of learning for the sport. And then, um, my current principal, Karen Soper, she just is one amazing lady who is how she handles relationships how she works with people, her uh, vision for what the high school, you know, should be and what the athletic program should be and her belief in our coaches and the student body. I just am amazed at how she handles life. Like she just is one lady that I just truly look up to. 
Well, that's that's awesome. Speaking of Karen, I spoke with her today at the executive committee meeting and yeah. told her that you were going to be on the podcast. So she was excited. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Going back to when you were a student at Manti, uh, did you get to associate with Wilbur Braithwaite, the famous Manti legend? We did. Yes. And he was a tennis coach, the basketball yeah. coach, summer tennis. Well, I just don't know anybody in Manti that whoever taught me because Wilbur is like the Manti legend. He's coached mm -hmm. for so long and so in so many different sports. He had such an effect on everybody. And I was wondering, so he was probably there when you were still in high school. Yeah, he was. Uh, he actually wrote a poem about my husband in his class in basketball, <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of uh, students can say that he wrote a poem about them as well. But such a classy family, such a class act and how we handle ourselves in situations. And he really taught the philosophy of like sports allows uh, young men and young women to become great leaders and and that it's not all just about winning. It's what you learn from the game and the process of becoming who you're meant to be. So he was a great, great mentor. Great advice. Let me ask you a personal question, Susan. What's your greatest failure or disappointment in life? And what did you learn from it? Oh, boy. Um, when I saw this, I was like, holy cow. When I was, I, I would get test anxiety, taking tests. And when I was trying to pass my praxis, being older, I failed it several times to even become an English teacher. And I thought, oh my gosh, how many times do I have to fail this before I can pass? And so the one thing that I have learned is that failure can, you can look at failure as a learning tool. You're learning and you're growing, right? And so there's always something to learn from it. And when you're learning to do something different and, and how you handle failure, is it, do you become a victim of it or do you become a person who learns and becomes better because of it? And I think from that failure, I can relate to students. Um, when students hear that you've actually failed at certain things several times, they can look at you and go, wow, like she's, she's, you know, experienced things that I have experienced. And so um, I've just learned that failure just teaches you a way of something that's not being done the way that it should be done. But it's always learning and growing. All right. Well, this next question, I'm not sure applies to you. The question is, how has the job changed since you first started? And you've only had it for, what, five or six months. But so mm -hmm. I guess maybe let me ask you this then. In the five or six months you've had the job, going back to your earlier answer, uh, how have your eyes been open to how much more inclusive this job is than you thought maybe it was when you started? Well, paperwork is like just making sure that every student is in compliance with what they're supposed to be with the high school activities association. And it's not just dealing with the students and the coaches, it's dealing with the whole community. Um, it's not just this little, Oh, I'm here at the game and I'll make sure everything's ran correctly there. <laughs> it's like, you have to make sure that the officials are taken care of the crowd is taken care of. And it's just the backstage behind that. Like, having that, those relationships with, you know, the community members and your businesses and, oh my gosh, the list could just go on and on and on. Like, I didn't realize how much it entailed. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Excuse me. What are the other schools in your region? Who if are they? Yeah. Um, presently, we have North St. Pete, Delta, Union, 
um, Juab. I think there's, I think that's it. So, so right Juab. now there's six, but our, our new region is way big. We have eight schools in our next, our new region this coming year. And then, uh, so I want you to talk about not so much North San Peak because that's just up the road. Mm -hmm. But I realized probably your closest school after that may be Juab. Then, of course, to get out to Delta, that's another at least 45 minutes or an hour. To get out to Union, that's, I guess, depends on what road you take. So what are the challenges of being in an AD in a region that's so spread out? I ask that because I come from the metropolitan area. I was in Jordan for 34 years. And with the exception of the first year when we had Uinta and Union in our region, the farthest we went was Tooele. I mean, it was Murray, it was Judge, right there, close. But that's got to mm -hmm. be uh, that's got to be quite an eye opener for you when when you've got schools that are quite spread out. So talk about yes. that. Um, so Union, I think most of the time when the teams leave to go play Union, they are leaving. So say for instance, if the game begins at three thirty, they're leaving at ten o'clock. Um, it's a good three and a half hour drive to get there. Um, Delta is a couple hours away. Um, and so it's a time commitment, but I think what we've had to learn as, you know, what I have uh, fallen back on and what I've seen, and I, I guess it's kind of my perspective too, like with coaching, you have to look at what is best for all teams involved, because what may be best for Manti North San Pete is not always going to be what's best for Union versus Manti or Manti versus Delta. And sure. so I think, I think with our small, our communities where we are so spread apart, you have to you have to be willing to sacrifice some time. You know, um, I know with our upcoming region, we were questioning, do we play each team twice, you know, home and home. And because some of these teams are so far away, we have to look at what's going to benefit all teams rather than, well, we don't want to have to travel that far. And so can we just mix it up? And it's like, no, we have to do what's best for all involved. You have to have that win-win mindset for everyone to experience success and to have the best opportunity for all teams to play each other. I'm interested in your perspective on becoming the athletic director after teaching at the school for 11 years, coaching at the school for 18 years. Do you think that experience of coaching and being at the school before you became the AD was helpful or do you think there was drawbacks to it? So what's your, what's your take on that? Well, I actually still teach full time. So on top of teaching and doing the athletic job, I think as a as a teacher there um, versus not being there beforehand, um, I think I get a better perspective being in the at the high school because I get to be I'm able to see, you know, have interactions with teachers, um, with the students, with the administration, um, with other coaches and whatnot. And so I think it's been an eye opener to me that that connection with being able to be there with, with everyone is you get to see a different perspective of what the students are doing or what the students aren't able to do or where the coaches need help. And so it, I think it's beneficial for me in seeing that it's not just this one vision of like, Oh, this is how I see how an athletic director is. It's like, well, what about this coach that needs this help here or, sometimes you're just spread in all a whole bunch of different areas. And you realize that you need the administrative, you know, like I have principal Soper, I have vice principal Palmer and they are fantastic to help. And, 
And just having that relationship with the coaches makes it so much, so much better, better experience, I think. Very good. Let me ask you about the AD Association, the UIAAA. How did you become aware of the UIAAA? And then how did you become aware of the conference? And then I want you to talk about your first conference, which was only a couple of weeks ago, and just give your impressions because they don't want to hear from me because I've been to probably, what, 33, 34 of them. But they want to hear from you as someone who's new to the UIAAA and okay. exactly how you heard about it and how you got to the conference. Well, I had heard about the conference, um, you know, when I was a coach and when I was teaching at the, um, when I've been teaching at Manti High School, like our athletic directors every year, them and the principal or the vice principal, um, I knew in the springtime always headed down to St. George for an athletic directors conference. And one of my friends that was an athletic director, I said, hey, like this was probably four years ago, five years ago, I, I remember asking them like, what does it take to become an athletic director? And they said, oh, there's some courses that you take and there's this conference that we go to and there's courses that you can take down there and you learn from um, other athletic directors and, and they shared some of that information. And I thought that sounds, that sounds kind of cool, you know? <laughs> Little did I know that that would become like my opportunity to have that. And so um, when I was offered the job, uh, Karen had mentioned that there would be an athletic directors conference in the spring and to make sure that I signed up for that. So when uh, that opportunity came through, um, Steve, who was the old athletic director, forwarded that information on to me. And I reached out to you guys to say, hey, I'm the new athletic director. Um, what do I need to do to become to sign up? And so I don't know if it was you, Hutch, or someone else had sent it, it some was information. Me. Yeah. Oh, Good job. Thank you. Um, you sent the information and um, got involved with that and signed up for that. Um, the conference, I just, to me, it was interesting because I've been to several different types of conferences um, and, and whatnot. And I just really appreciated the fact uh, that everyone there was willing to help, um, willing to share information. And at that conference, I just realized I don't know a whole lot. And so I am open to any suggestions, anything that would help me to become a better athletic director. There is a lot of info, a lot of athletic directors like you who are willing to help those of us who are brand new along the way and to teach us things and to help us guide us on different decisions that we need to make, or if we have conflicts or if we have questions, like you're not afraid to just jump in and treat us as one of someone that you knew long before than just two weeks ago. And so I just appreciated the camaraderie that was there and the relationships that you guys had. I just left there feeling very comfortable and knowing that if I need help, I know where to go to get it. Well, thanks. That's a great uh, perspective to have. What's the favorite part of your job? I would say having, well, between being an athletic director and a coach, yes, I got to know the softball girls very, very well, right? Um, but I love the aspect that I get to see a whole different realm of like, not just the softball girls, but it's a lot of the different athletes that I get to have relationships with and um, seeing the kids and seeing the sports from a different perspective than what I saw as a coach. And it's it gives me an opportunity to see the different ways that kids, you know, are coached the way that they are being taught. And, and the thing that I like too, is that I have the opportunity to create a culture, to help create a culture that will, 
that I want Manti High School, and I think Karen is the same way as our principal, we want a culture where our students can feel safe and they can thrive and be the best that they can be and recognize that sports is an opportunity as well as their education for them to better themselves. And so I think we have the opportunity to set these expectations and these standards and make sure that they come in alignment with one another. And by doing so, we can create a culture that's one that when people hear of Manti High School, they can be like, that's a place where I would want my student to participate. Excellent. Let me ask you this. You've been on the job for six months now. So what's one common myth about being an athletic director that you would like to debunk to the general public? It's not always easy. Huh. <laughs> and there's a, there's decisions that you have to make that it's like, it doesn't just impact one person. It can impact a whole team or, or a coach or something. And it's not always easy. I don't know. I just, sometimes I think I looked at it like, oh, that shouldn't be a problem to be able to do that and that, but teaching full-time and coming in as an athletic director and still learning, it's like, this is a, there's a lot to learn and, and what I do can have an, a, a big impact on not just sports, but the school as a whole. Excellent answer. Let's finish with a couple of questions. The first one being, and I realize that your input on this is really going to be fascinating because most of the times when I ask this question, the ADs have been around for a minimum of four or five years, but you've been on the job for six months. So I'm interested in your perspective. You've got two suggestions to give a brand new AD, someone like yourself, and they okay. need to follow these two suggestions in order to be successful. What would Susan's two suggestions be? Well, the first one would be is ask questions. If you don't know, ask questions. Um, reach out to your region athletic directors that are in your region or even reach out to like the UIAAA members of them who can help you. Um, I've also, you know, called the UHSAA because I want to make sure that what I'm doing is I'm doing it right. And, and so don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I think that's, I mean, it's a growing, growing field, I think, and there's always things to, to learn from it. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, the next one would be is make sure that you are building relationships with your coaches so that you understand, seek to understand, then be understood and see how you can best serve them um, in their area so that they can have a successful program. But you have to be like between the administration and with the coachy coaches. I think you have to all be in sync with each other. It goes back to those standards and expectations. We want to have the same standards and expectations for each team so that we can thrive as a high school as a whole. Excellent suggestions. Thank you. We'll finish with this question, Susan. Okay. What question should I, what question should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? You know, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess it, I don't know. Honestly, I, I couldn't think of a question that you should have asked me. Um, maybe the question would be is why didn't I check this out sooner? Um, but it's always just kind of been in the back of my mind. Um, I look at this as an area for me or an opportunity for me to grow and to continue to learn and excel, but I love to learn. I love to be challenged. And I think we do that through meeting new people and learning from others. Well, let me ask you then. Why didn't you check out? Well, obviously the answer is you already had an AD, but why didn't you look into it sooner? What? Uh... 
Um, probably because I loved coaching softball and that, that was my favorite thing to do. Um, but I didn't see that as an opportunity at that time. But when the, when the, the thought came in my head, you're done with softball last year, it was like, you're done. And I don't know, it just kind of fell into place, I guess, as it should. Perfect. With that, that closes this edition of the UI AAA Connection. Again, our special guest today has been Susan Hatch, the Director of Athletics at Manti High School. Susan, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. For our listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UI AAA Connection. <laughs>